Hello, queer kateers. This is Evil Jeff. I'm going to give a little bit of a warning before this episode. I was having some technical difficulties, and yes, it's going to sound like I'm talking through a walkie-talkie for most of this episode. I apologize, and please don't let it take away from the amazing, wonderful, and rapturous, erotic, sexy, amazing, did I say amazing? Amazing experience that this podcast will bring you. I apologize, and if it ever happens again, I will flog myself on YouTube. Thank you. Meanwhile, at the clone farm of Nathaniel Essex, a.k.a. Mr. Sinister. Oh, hush, my love, and I'll play you a spell. Mm, good boy. Now, there once was a girl from the land of the Midnight Sun. Oh, an organ. Dun, 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 who longed to fondle the sky, but was grounded by the touch of another. Du, 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 your brother. <laughs> who the girl cherished, who promised to cherish her until his first love, his true love. Dun, 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 dun. And the girl became a nothing person in a nowhere place. Uh, you're making a lot of noise, Alex. I told you to hush. Let's me tell you a story about a boy who wanted the woman his brother had, who promised he'd give her everything and his brother couldn't. A boy who learned she really loved his brother the whole time. A boy who is beyond fucking sick of hearing her talk about him. Oh, my, how you've changed, Alex Summers. This, this I can work with. <laughs> All right, here, get your pants off. Oh, oh, oh. Hello, everyone. This is episode 146 of CBQ Legacy. That is Comic Book Queers. And you just heard an amazing snippet of beautiful acting of the latest scene between Madeline Pryor and Havoc in issue three of Hellions. And who's writing that, Brett? That is Zeb Wells and the artist is Steven Segovia. Yes, those two have a lot of issues that they need to work out. <laughs> they are. It's a sick book. Hi, everybody. Um, we're going to talk about Hellions, and we're going to talk about a few other things, including Evil Jeff's review of New Mutants. I, I like. I can't believe you saw it. I know. It was kind of, it was like, it's exciting. Like going, having a drive-in experience to a new movie is not something I have done since I was a wee child. So it was Aww. pretty cool. And all it took was a pandemic. Yeah, right? Oh. Um, but first, I don't even want to do the Hot Topics music. Yeah, no. It's, yeah. Um, I think we have to recognize that yesterday, yesterday recording this episode, um, Chadwick Boseman passed at the age of 43 of colon cancer. He had been fighting colon cancer for the past four years. 
um, despite making several films. Uh, yeah. So Panther did he have? So I mean, he had yes. cancer the whole time. He he's amazing. Surgeries the whole time. I mean, and it's colon cancer, so it could not have been easy to and to keep it private and to put out such good work, such iconic yeah. work. And to be a hero and a symbol to so many people. It's um, it's just kind of like, it's moments like these where I'm like, no, there's not a God. <laughs> because like, it's literally the, the worst that it's, it's just like adding insult to injury with everything that is going on uh, when it comes to race in America. This is, this was literally the, the last thing that we needed. I was just, I was just like crying, reading tweets and just watching America collectively freak out of just like, because it just hit you out of nowhere and he kept it a secret for so long. And the thing that also just made me so angry is that he, when you looked at the latest pictures of him, you could see he was losing weight. And then people were just like, Oh my God, you're just getting skinny. Like, like people were saying mean things, having no idea that he was dying. And it's just like, I just want people to open their eyes being like, hey, you don't know what people are really going through. And you don't know the strength people are like the, the fact that he had cancer and was like, no, this movie's important. I'm going to make these movies. Like, yeah. I'm just like, Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I'm I mean, telling you one thing, just... colonoscopies are going to go. I think everyone's going to. So everyone's going to want to get very checked. prevalent. Yeah, it's actually very like the millennial generation. Like there is a huge uptick in like colon and rectal cancer. My grandfather died of it, and oh I just, I have I'm supposed to get another uh, colonoscopy because of my Crohn's disease. But they because of the pandemic, they're basically like unless you like unless you're bleeding. <laughs> from the anus they're not doing anything unless it's considered like like an emergency it's just so tragic on so many levels i mean like this man this talented young man who had so much ahead of him and just the the symbol of the the face that represented wakanda forever that represented a, a, a pop culture moment of black pride it's just such a loss it's so horrible yeah, and he's he was amazing. I mean, if you look, he's not only played Black Panther, he played um, Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, he Jackie played, Robinson. Yeah, it was like he just was. Yeah, it's just so unfair. And then just as someone who he's he's the same age as us, and so it it just it really yeah. it really puts it in perspective to to me of just like how like how much he could have done. Like how many other roles he could have played yeah. that he's not going to be able to play anymore. It's so fucking so depressing. Sad. My friend who is an actor, about like 12, 15 years ago, he was doing um, the reading of like some reading of some play. Like, like uh, and and uh, Chadwick was one of the other people and he met him. And he even said, like, it was one of those things where they're re- doing the reading. And then he's like, oh my God, this guy's like way better than all of us. Like he's like, because apparently yeah. a part of the play, like you had to kind of like read in verse and everyone was kind of, but you're kind of like, you're not, you don't have it memorized because it was just a reading. And he just like blew everyone out of the water and he's like, holy shit, this guy's good. And then years later, he's like, oh, he's Black Panther, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. It's so sad. 
Um, well, I um, I urge everyone to just read online, read a story. Like, there's so many wonderful stories about Chadwick Boseman ha- being told online. Um, I urge you to find them. Did you know that he was on uh, One Life to Live for a week and then quit because he felt his character was racist and they replaced him with Michael B. Jordan? What? Isn't that insane? I just found that out. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's just so horrible. Um, should we escape into fantasy? Yes, please. I think uh, I, I want some X. The, the comic, not the drug. Fuck it. I'll do the drug, too. <laughs> the drug. <laughs> I want your X. Well, we had three X books. Wait a minute. Did you never call Ecstasy X? I did. What? Yeah. Or wait, Why or do you call it E? It depends where oh, you were. Yeah, in the I, 90s, I, was an e I guess person. if you're I was the. An e person. Yeah, we were an E person too. But every once in a while, someone from New York or California would be like, Do you have any X? You're like, we Ew, had, and I'd be like, We had E here. And it's then you just realize, and then you, I look back at all that and be like, Wow, I was a loser. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We have three X books. And I'm telling you, I don't know if it's just like, I don't, I'm, I'm, I would like to think that I'm being objective, but there is something <laughs> about where I'm like, these are like two of the best X books ever written. Am I being crazy? Will I still think no. this like months from now? <laughs> You're talking about X Factor and Hellions. They're so good. Yeah, they're, it's, they're so good. They're so good. And we had X-Men number 11, the Magneto Focus, which was also so good. Let's talk about that one first, because strangely, Hickman's X-Men is the, when we always talk from the ones we like the least to the best. I mean, this is very nitpicking here. Um, But but it's great. It's great, because I think I love how it kind of, it just shows the power. Like, I love the idea of I'm just going to be jump because basically this is the empire tie-in. Yeah, but it's also setting up another event. Yes, but it's basically just showing how fucking powerful Magneto is. Yeah. And the fact that he uses magma to start a lava eruption And he takes the metal from the eruption to murder all the plant people and pull satellites down to murder them. It was just a very epic, great battle scene. Yeah, incredible. And didn't he, he uses Iceman to freeze the metal? To cool, the yeah, lava, to cool the metal off. To cool the lava. Yes, yeah. yes. So that's, what, that's one thing I loved about this issue. And I think there's a data page about it that's like... The combos, the power combos, the combo sets, enhanced combat techniques. Now, okay, so that's the one thing. So, and that's the one thing. The way it was worded, they're just talking about in the field, three people using their powers together. Yeah. Okay, because part of it was like they're not talking about oh, we should resurrect people with combined powers. No. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Throw this person together with this person, and ooh, look what you could do. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's like it's we've great. got these sweet combos. I want there to be a field guide to like what happens when you combine two or more mutants, like what the what the power is called. Can you think right off the bat of two that you think would be great? 
Um, oh my God. Uh, I think, um, uh, here, I'm going to do one. I'm going to say uh, boom, boom and hellion. Uh, why? Boom Boom makes the time bombs, but then Hellion can travel them with his telekinesis to anywhere. Oh, hell yeah. For anywhere for them to blow up. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, It could be... Uh, I'm having a lot of trouble. Just with name right two now. and I bet you could think of something okay. amazing. Just um, randomly think of two. Oh, Black Tom and Storm could create a Vine NATO. <laughs> oh my god i did it i did it um yeah it's so great yeah. and it's also they use um one of my favorite parts of dawn of x is when exodus tells stories to little mutant children around a campfire yeah, yes and this is very prominent <laughs> yes. to this too yeah, it's a lot about like can we say Magneto. indoctrination? <laughs> Ooh, we can. Hey, it's just a culture. I know, I know. Well, it's always funny. It's not a cult when you agree with what they're talking about. <laughs> Listen, you can't spell culture without cult. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, magma's great. Iceman's great. Magneto's great. It takes down like the whole Kotati because fuck them. And uh, then he's like, now get me on the moon and I'll fight with the main X-Men. Yeah. And they do it. And it's, and it's wonderful. Um, yeah. This should have been the giant size Magneto. I know, right? Yeah. <gasps> I thought it was Oh, great. but the beginning. Let's talk about the beginning. Okay, yeah. The summoner, when he's like, hello, children. Would you like to play a game? Creepy. And, but that's it. Here's the thing I'm asking. What, was it a, like? Is it legitimately just like a regular game? Because then part of me was no. like, "Oh, are they gonna allow? Are they now like trapped to like like to battle to the death or something?" Yeah, it's like I feel like he's talking about Ten of Swords. I feel like yes, yes. The game he's talking about is the game they're gonna have to play in Ten of Swords. Yeah, I love the Summoner because he's so he's technically Ooh. a mutant. I guess so. Is he one of the uh, four horsemen, or is he the child no, of the horsemen? He's, not. he's the child of one of child. them. Child. Yeah. Okay. What is his? Do we know what his powers actually are? I don't know. He summons. He's an albino. He's an albino with black nail polish. Who summons? Where did he get the black nail polish? Um, it's probably <sighs> natural. Um, what I love though, and Evil Jeff, do you have it open in front of you? I don't, but I can. I can. Do it. It's worth it. It's worth like, it. It's worth it. Go to the first page. The um, panel, just like I said, total weirdo. Okay, hold on. I'm finding it. Hold, please, everyone. Oh, my God. We're going to give this five more seconds. That's and then the problem when I have to do a search for X-Men. Two, one. Okay, never mind. Let's move on to a new book. <laughs> Wait, what were you talking about, though? There's figures drawn in the shadows in the background. Like, they're being watched by a ton of people. What do you mean? In that, oh, in that oh, beginning scene. Oh, from the... Are you talking about, like, the bad guys? All right, I have it open. Uh, there's, there's mysterious figures in the background, in the trees. There's eyes and bodies and silhouettes. Oh, but from the Summoner's Island. Like, from the mm -hmm. other island. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. got it. Plus, but my one complaint is, like, who cares about Loa? A lot of people care about Loa. Why? I don't. 
What's I don't know. She just she can just make things fall apart when they pass through yeah, her body. Yeah, they pass through her and they fall apart. That's dumb. That's a dumb power. Things fall apart, Loa. And I mean, it's people who love the new X Men. You know, I personally am lukewarm towards them. <laughs> I really want Anole and Rockslide to start a relationship together. Me too. Let's make it happen. Because guess what? Let's make it happen. You're on Krakoa now. Pansexuality rules. And Rockslide, it's not uh, like you actually have any working genitalia. Right. You could make some, though, out of rock. Ooh, that would hurt. Okay. Anyway, yeah. next book. Next book. Uh, do you want to do X Factor or Hellions? Honestly, they were both so good. Uh, Honestly, I, they're so great. Let's do X Factor. Okay. X Factor! X-Factor number two, we are now fully in the Mojoverse. Mojoverse. Now, I will say, usually when the Mojoverse shows up, it is very... I feel this is the best depiction of the Mojoverse. Oh, definitely. I think the only person who came close is I liked the Mojoverse in the Rogue and Gambit series. Yeah. And I liked it. I'm talking about, I would say, when Betsy and the New Mutants... When they saved, when Psylocke became Psylocke. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, a lot of times they just throw the Mojoverse in and it's just like stupid and boring. And I will just say this no time, sense. like they just really, who's writing this, Leo, Leo Williams? Yeah. Uh, it, she just really gets the idea, especially now where it's all about streaming and users. And it's it's gone to the next level of like, oh yeah, this is where it should be. It's not just a cable access. It's now about viewers and streaming and and how there's user generated content. Yes. And so it's like how these like the famous YouTube stars, there's now these famous Mojoverse um, channel holders and uh, and they're now trying to say now and someone is murdered. So the X Factor going into the Mojoverse to try and recover of who was murdered in the Mojoverse. Yes, and it's a dancer of some kind because they are sent bloody dancing shoes covered in the logos of the top five user um, performers. Now, do you think it? Do you think it is going to be a recognizable mutant, or do you think it's like a brand new mutant? Ooh, I don't know. I think it's brand new. Okay, it could be. I don't know. It could be someone we know. The only dancer I can think of is Stevie Hunter, and she is an immune. But I think, but this is the thing that makes this book so amazing is, and I say this all the time, is the character interaction. She has these characters down to a T. And even, and then poor fucking, uh, what's her name? Um, What's the North Star's sister's name? Aurora. Aurora, but what's her name? Marie? Jean-Marie? Oh, Jean-Marie. 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 She fucking shows up and they're like, oh my God, so who killed you? So who did this? So who did that? And then she's like, I just fucking was raised from the dead an hour ago. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, she's like, shut up. <laughs> and immediately, Dakin starts flirting with her. There's mm-hmm. also some weird, I don't know if you could say if it was flirting, uh, but I feel Prodigy and Dakin had weird flirting. Like he's oh, flirting hell yeah. with everyone. What's the they thing have that tension. He, what's the thing he said to that Dakin, the little quip between He's Dakin like, is your him? mutant power being a huge nerd? He's like, yeah, kind of. Is your mutant power being a huge slut? He's like, mm, yeah, kind of. I mean, that that is like, that's the line of the year. 
It's the line of the year. Prodigy just gives it right back to Dakin. It's yeah, so hot. Yeah. These two are so going to fuck. But that's the thing is the best is that they finally understood that Dakin, because he has these charm powers, he is, I will say he does give the bad, and I think that's why they call him disaster bisexual, because he is the bad, he's what, what, what bisexuals are like, please do not think we're like this. <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're horny sluts that want to fuck everything. And I think that's good, good because then they have Prodigy who's just like, no, there's like normal bisexuals. And then here's this disaster bisexual. Yeah. I, Prodigy's, Prodigy's wardrobe, by the way, yeah. is so on point. Yeah. Anyway. Well, the, uh, what's his name? Um, Northstar does say, oh, we need uniforms. Now, when they show up, is that their uniforms or is he hinting that they're going to have like a special type of uniform that like all matches? No, that is when they go on the mission, they're wearing them. Okay. 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 Now they have to like make these like almost like dating audition videos to see if they're worthy of entering the arena of like where all of the mojo stuff is happening. Yeah. Like, do they get their own feed and therefore can they enter? Yes. And so when they, and I do find it interesting that Dakin is the only one with a credit card. <laughs> that was a very, <laughs> And Dakin's the only one willing to do full, uh, full frontal. Yeah. And that, the fact that he just like pulls his dick out, I mean, uh, this, this is so, um, it's so amazing. It's, it's so good. I love it. Love it. But Dakin doesn't get in. Dakin's the only one who is not, Deemed worthy. Now, first of all, that's the one thing that I just found. I'm sorry. If you pulled your dick out, you would get it. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I mean, out of these well, six I guess, people or feed, maybe, but I you know, it this. depends on how many. I guess maybe there are prudish people, like the million moms in Mojo World, that are just like, A lot of kids oh, watching. no. Yeah. Yeah. Aurora's watching it all happen from headquarters back on Krakoa. Yeah. The husband, Kyle, shows up, and then he trips and falls, hit his head, and dies. And, <laughs> no, that um, didn't happen. <laughs> no, but he, yeah, Kyle does show up, and then the only who's the only other person who's headed back home. Dakin. Dakin. So Dakin's going to show up, and he's attracted to his North Star sister and his husband. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh my God. Um, I love David Baldion's mojo. He draws a gigantic mojo, and I'm like, this works for me. Yes. Love it. Love it. It's great all around. It's great all around. I love, like, back to the character, just nailing it. Um, Northstar is always, always, always looking down on people. Like, he's always hovering above somebody and, Mm -hmm. like, looking down on them. It is so Northstar. Yes. (laughs) And then we have, oh, we've got a big power display by Rachel Summers. We love to see it. Um, and then we have a data page that's the logos of the five top Mojoverse yes, live streams. I want to discuss this. Do yeah. Because what logos are these? Well, one is clearly Longshot, right? Which one? The the star looking one. Isn't that Longshot? I would call that Shatterstar. Or is it Shatterstar? Well, yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. True. And then we have Starbucks Spiral. I know that, that that's hilarious too. Um, yeah, who, three, do no you idea. think the Do you think the other ones are recognizable or or notable people that we would know who they I are? No, I can see them being not. 
Um, I like for me, I'm just like, I am into it. I'm ready. My body is ready to figure out. I love all of it. Um, I'm loose. I'm ready. I just want to look at these real quick. Who these, uh, these five things are. Um, Um, one looks like a fat guy. One is like, one is like, it looks like a guy in a a skull with a straight jacket on. Yeah. And then the other one just says M a. Yeah, whose initials are M.A. What does that mean? I don't know, but this book is very interesting. I don't think it's coming out for a while, though. And when you look at the months. and if you look at the ratings, I think it's very interesting that the Shatterstar Longshot one was like nothing, and then suddenly it's now number one. Yeah, it climbed. Yeah, I wonder how much time. It's in weeks, time. so it says it's in. It just this is over just a few weeks. Yeah. This is so interesting. It, whose initials are M.A.? Mother uh, Scani? I don't know. Uh, I want to know everything. Oh. Well, I think we should move on to Hellions. Hellions. Okay. And as you can see, we opened up with uh, Madeline Pryor. Madeline and Havoc. Inferno realness. And she takes away Havoc's mouth and he cuts open his lips. So he can yell at her. It's fucked up. Like this it's is fucked up. This is a fucked up book. Havoc is he's kind of under the thrall of Madeline, it seems, just like Inferno. Now, is that just do you think is that just him or is she have him? I think she has some kind of voodoo on him right now. She's got some voodoo on him. Yeah. But I love she just once again, it's like, Madeline, do you know why no one wants to hang out with you? Because you won't shut up about how like, oh my God, G and Scott, like get over it. <laughs> She's a Debbie Downer. She's a Debbie Downer. And so even Havoc is like, will you shut the fuck up about them? Jesus. She's like, see, it's like I don't exist until I start hurting people. Why is that? Madeline, oh, you're honestly the worst. I know. I'd be very interested in because I feel like she would. Do you th- I feel like they would have invited her if they just knew about her, right? I mean, if Farouk is there, I don't know. I can see Jean being like, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't um, know if you draw the line at this one. Well, and technically, like, oh, we're, on. didn't we say like there can't be two clones at once? So. Technically, technically, she's a clown, so killer. Bye. Mm -hmm. Scott's like, well, I think we should. I think we should consider. Yeah. Hey, come on in. (laughs) Come on in. There's already me, Jean, Emma, Wolverine. (laughs) Our daughter Rachel watches. (laughs) Gross. Uh, So, in addition to that, nanny and orphan maker being tortured. Yes, that's the one. I just love it where he's like, scramble, scramble. And he's like, yeah, I get it. I'm being scrambled. <laughs> oh, Nanny and Orphan Maker. So they're basically on the floor and the zombie marauders are trying to open, crack open their armor to know. Now, that's the thing. Have we, do we, has it been established what uh, Orphan Maker's powers no, are? No, no. So I think this is a big reveal. Crazy. Yeah. So they, they puncture his armor and acid shoots out. And burns zombie scalp. Um, zombie scrambles face. So clearly, he just has some acid secreting power. Is he just acid? 
I'm curious if he's just acid or if it's like his whole body is just like oozing acid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then poor, um, what's his name? Not scalp hunter. Gray crow. Gray crow. Oh my God. Yes. So gray crow is just hanging upside down. And he's like, look, if you just you kill me, what, what are you going to do? Just fucking do it. <laughs> like uh, stop with the mind games. And then he like, Madeline like forces um, arc light to eat her hand and then Oof. eat him. And so it looks, and, and then meanwhile, Psylocke is having to fucking battle. Uh, what's his nuts? Wild child. Wild child. Because he's being an idiot. And then she finally, she does a psychic knife on him. But guess what? That just gets rid of, that just unleashes all the lower instinctual levels. The yeah, animalistic the animal, nature. So he gets feral. even worse. Then she fucking has to snap his neck to snap him out. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. So she snaps his <laughs> neck. He heals. And then he's just like, he heals and then he heals. He ages. Yeah. He, he heals and then he heals. Yeah, anyway. And yeah. so then he's like, I just need to know who's in charge. And it's like, she's like, Jesus fucking Christ. But meanwhile, Listen, it's like. In the most relatable line in the book, knowing who's in charge, it calms my mind. I was like, thank you, wild child. I, I see you. <laughs> and then meanwhile, Madeline is just bitch, bitch, bitching. And though it looks like it ends with Arclight eating Grey Crow. And Nanny and uh, Orphan Maker being tort like it, this is not looking good for them. No, but we love we love a new Psylocke. I'm and, starting to really love her. Yeah, but there is a nice page for. Uh, and does it say who wrote this page? The info. Oh page? yeah, no, I don't know who authored that data page. But the person's the like one about sinister and Conan. Yeah, yeah, because they're basically like, "Hey, we people are still forgetting that this is not Betsy, and this is a ninja assassin. <laughs> like, this is a person raised by the hand her whole life." Yeah, like, so they're just um, like, "So you were like, we need to have someone to keep watch on sinister, and you just sent." A ninja assassin. <laughs> it's not Betsy. <laughs> it's not Betsy. Yeah, I wish oh, I knew who was saying that. But anyway, it's great. I love this book. I love it. I love this book. Love these books. Love these books. Can't wait for more. Bring on more. Ten uh, of Swords. Do it. Ten now. Of swords. Yeah. The new tagline for Ten of Swords is Ten Swords, Ten Challengers. The victors take the world. Love it. Did you Love see it. the cartoon, like the the animated trailer? Yes. That was great. Oh, I love the voiceover. Who did the voiceover? She's like, let me see. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The I know, Eight of Cups. Emma. It was, it Ooh, was me, it. actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it was me. Um, it was great. Hey, you know what, though? There are comics outside of the X-Men. I wouldn't know because I didn't read any this week. <laughs> Hit it! You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. You so can, I'm gonna bring back, can, uh, in, as part of can, this segment... Uh, 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 what? I wanna, bring back, I wanna bring back a segment I feel like we haven't done in a while. Oh, okay. And that is... Ew! I read a DC book! Ew! What did you read? Um, first of all, ew. Second of all, when what was it? Rebirth number one, so many years ago, 
where was it Pandora was like, ask me a question. I'll tell you the answer. I know all I see all. Maybe it wasn't Pandora. Maybe it was. Don't care. And Batman was like, who's the Joker? And she said, which one? There's three. Right. Yes. Oh, because that I did see a preview where there's like the three Jokers are all working together. So I'm reading Batman Three Jokers, a not a book where the Bat Jokers are all working together. And do we still know who any of these Jokers are? So uh, was there ever one written- point where there's a line where someone goes, huh, "Who's this Joker?" <laughs> that should be the name of the book. <laughs> So I read Who's This Joker? Uh, it's written by Jeff Johns himself. He's in trouble. Pencils by Jason Fabok. He's, um, he's I a troublemaker. He I don't know. He's a troublemaker. Didn't you hear about we the Daredevil like thing? Did we talk no, about happened? that? What? Because Jeff Johns was one of the writers for Daredevil, the TV show, right? No. Wait. Are you thinking of Jeff Loeb? You're thinking of Jeff Loeb. He's oh. a racist. Oh, well, all Jeffs, including me, we're all canceled after. Yeah, no, Jeff Loeb sucks. We knew that at Heroes. Okay, okay. Um, Jeff Johns, who's like the head guy at DC for a long time. If you like, uh, he's you know he's up there in DC. Was he in charge for a while? I don't care. Um, so he wrote this, and so the three Jokers are the criminal. Uh, so the criminal Joker is the one who like is somewhat connected to. Batman's parents being murdered, and he's the one who like uh, mafia like, the one guy. Always, always the mafia guy. He's like the one who's always like after the mafia and like doing real crime. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> yeah, dance with the devil in the pale moonlight, Joker. <laughs> then there is the comedian, who's the one who is like squirty acid flowers and Joker fish. Okay, the comedian is the one who di- um, disabled Barbara Gordon, who shot Barbara Gordon. Okay, who killed uh, Red Hood? The clown, the third one. Okay. Yeah, the clown. He's is like the, the crazy one. one. He's so killed. he's like crazy. Yeah, the, the super crazy one, the one who killed Red Hood. Well, I guess killed so, Robin, who then came back to life and became. Crazy. Yeah, killed Jason Todd. How did he yeah. come back to life? Um, in this, they say like he never was. He wasn't really dead. Um, he's just really, really close. He was just like really, 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 really close. And the Joker was even like, yeah, I know I did that on purpose. I didn't want you to die so I can continue to hurt you. More importantly, hurt Batman. You don't matter. All I care about is Batman. Right. So it's Batman, Batgirl, and Jason Todd investigating these three Jokers because the Joker commits a crime. Three, the Joker commits three different crimes at once. And so everyone's like, how the fuck did he do that? And so they're like, oh, my God, there's three. They keep saying the Joker has two accomplices, but Batman is quietly like, no, no, I think it's been three the whole time. And are they different ages or do they all look like no, they all the they all feel like they're the same age. So what they are implying is that these are just three dudes that like anytime the Joker like chemicals somebody and they wind up dead with a big smile on their face, you know, like the Joker gas. Like these are just three people that got that treatment. Um, now, here's the thing is you would think. Were they not all mad that then everyone thought it was just one Joker? I think that was their intent. So that they were, okay, they were, have they all been in cahoots the entire time? Don't know. I will say, I find this very interesting. That's why I read the book. I actually think this is very interesting. And it kind of explains why the Joker is not consistent. 
as a character. Sometimes he's laughing clownfish. Other times he's. Do you think they wrote this as a way of DC trying to figure out a way to explain uh, Joaquin's Joker, so that there's like multiple Jokers? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. That should be. And there's a fourth Joker, Joaquin. Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix, Oscar winner. (laughs) Well, they. I think they. Like, I think they suggest that somebody must have done this to these three guys. So maybe that's like the Joker Joker. Uh, I don't know. Speaking, it's a quick side note. Uh, Yeah. It's just funny because uh, on HBO Max, my uh, boyfriend was watching Parenthood. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. And it was uh, Diane Weiss just talking to her son in the movie. And I'm like, oh, two Oscar winners talking. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's Joaquin Phoenix plays the little kid. And Joe's mind yeah. was like blown. Like, that that's news Joaquin Rain Phoenix, Phoenix, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't and, he Rain Phoenix, the kid from Space Camp? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's just like, what? I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. One of the one of these jokers is the one that fell into chemicals. I think right. the comedian is the one that fell into chemicals. Okay. Yeah. Or they all did, really. I don't but it's do all, all very confusing. It's all very laugh? ambiguous. Or is that just Yeah, like, they all do. Yeah, okay. they all do. And the guy that writes um Jason Fabok, like he draws a very classic looking like with 80s the big chin joker. Like the long chin the big and the big chin, nose. Yeah. The long chin. Yeah. Like love Joker it. Joker. I love yeah. that. So I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying this. It's I always, a little I mean, basic, but it's basic. But I'm just gonna say, in the end, the Joker is oh, I think is the best DC villain because Absolutely. he because lo- he thrives on chaos, so it's like unpredictable. You know what I so mean? So they're exactly, and their mission. Speaking of chaos, their mission: these three Jokers is to create a fourth, who is like the most perfect Joker yet. Oh, weird. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to take someone established and then turn him into a Joker. Ooh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd, you're a Joker. Jason Todd, Joker Todd. That sounds All right, great. Can we talk? That's great. And um, read it. Um, can we get to it already? Wait, how many oohs? Wait, how many ah, oohs? Ah. Oh, ew. Um, I give it ew, ew, ew. Wait, the ew. more oohs, the worse it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It's been so long. I give it ew, ew. Okay. <laughs> Two ewes. Yeah. So now... I want to talk about New Mutants. Cue the music. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. So you watched it with your boyfriend at a drive-in movie theater. So 50s. I did. I did. It was hard to see out the window because... All right, listen. Because <laughs> his ass crack was in the way. Listen, on three, you have to t- say loved it or hated it. Okay. And you have to do one, two, three. So, okay. so it works out. <laughs> One, two, three. Loved it. You did love it? I, I mean, it is love it. is 22% it. of I know. Love it is, might be, but this is the thing. Love it is probably a bit strong. But 22%, it is so much better than the last two X-Men movies. So really? So much better. It has problems. It has a lot of problems. And I will say, I think if you did not read the X-Men or read the New Mutants and weren't a fan of the New Mutants, I can understand people being like, what the fuck is this? 
Like, but what we is are this? fans of the New Mutants. If you are fans of the New Mutants, it's basically like here's a two hour character study of some of your favorite characters. Like, it's okay. great. Can I ask you questions? But yes, okay. I was going to go over, but then I do want me to talk about what I think is bad about it first. Y- yes. Um, the acting. Uh, <laughs> the acting. The person who plays Mirage is not good like she's something yeah she's not good and the person who plays cecilia ray is not good but all the other people are very good and iliana what's that what's that actress's name anna taylor joy anna taylor joy like she's she needs to be magic and Anything you create going She's forward. She's so great. I love her. It needs to be her. And this is the thing that uh, going from what I did, what I, that was, so the acting I did not like. What I did like, the characterizations are the comic book characters. It really, it feels like them. A Sorry, So do you know who the one I'm worried about is? Who? Sam. No. He's, I mean, well, this one, he's definitely a lot more depressed. Yeah, because in this one, everyone is in this building because their powers went out of control and they killed a bunch of people. Yeah. So he did it in the mines and he did it in the mines and killed his whole family. So he's just very, very depressed, but it's still he killed all the Guthries. Yes, yes. There's so many of them. Yes. Well, uh, but yeah, he well, I mean, he killed his dad and all the other miners. And so but then this leads up to um, uh, another thing that I did like is I didn't realize this is a queer love story. Yes. Rain and Danny, right? Rain and Danny are like lesbian, like fall in love, which I was like, Woo-hoo-hoo! so it's like the Amazing. lead characters. It's, it's a gay love story. I love it. Amazing. Now, how was Maisie Williams? I thought she was great. And she played, she was super Catholic, super like hated herself. Mm-hmm. Um, Thing, something that I did not like. Um, we should say at this point, spoilers. Oh, yes. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, something I did not like was the whitewashing, which I'm very, I question. Yeah, that's a lot. Why the two black characters. Now, granted, yeah. one, and they're both, I think the problem was, is Cecilia Reyes is Latino and black. And uh, Bobby DaCosta is black is and Brazil is Afro Brazilian, yeah. and so they were then just made white. And the director's comments did not help. Did no, not no, he help. made it much worse. Because at first I was He's like, I could imagine idiot. if someone who just never read the New Mutants was just handed casting. Yeah, and Brazilian, Puerto Brazilian. Rican. Oh, Puerto go. Rican. Here we go. Yeah, but the way he said it, it was like, oh, you now made it sound like he, you did it on purpose. He literally said, I needed them to, I needed an actor that would allow us to believe that Bobby comes from a, like an insanely wealthy family. I was like, "Um, that's horrifying. That's horrifying. So yeah, so that was not good. And then people are mad, which I felt people are mad about, uh, Ileana and Mirage in the movie hate each other and are constantly fighting. And so Ileana is like trashing her Native American heritage and she's calling her different, she calls her like a very old, I forget what it was, but some sort of like slur. Yeah, Pocahontas or, yeah. Well, no, uh, it wasn't Pocahontas because 
it wasn't that's Elizabeth Warren. No, no, because she was just like, oh, she's like, oh, that's a that's a deep cut. What you said, I'm surprised you didn't say Pocahontas, but I forget what she mm, did say. But it was oh, something like that. Um, but anyway, but 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 it went with the character. Like she's just this, like this. She's Russian. She's Russian, and Russians are racist. No, <laughs> racist. but um. So that, uh, the whitewashing bothered me. And so then the thing that's really good is I think the story is great. The story is about these mutants, like the new, and it's called like when there's a new mutant, you don't know how to use your powers. And so we need to help you control them. And it's just a group of people whose powers are so out of control and they can't control them yet that they're a danger to society. But as it goes on, you start realizing, are they a danger to society? And are they really being there to be Because they think they're being groomed to be x Oh, is it a little cabin in the woodsy? Yes. So then they think they're Ooh. just like, oh, and once you learn, you're going to be sent to be X-Men. And slowly as it goes on, you're like, is this the X-Men? Is this not the X-Men? And I will say, and that's when Danny Moonstar is the instigator. When she shows up, her powers start wreaking havoc on everyone. Her fear-based powers. The powers she should be having in the comic. Are you listening, Marvel? And basically what happens is, is once she meets someone, the way her powers work, once she meets someone, she kind of implants in them, like the seed. And then once she starts having a psionic episode, no matter where that person is, they start experiencing the fear, yeah. their own fears. And it takes them a while because she doesn't even know what her powers are. Of course, yeah. us watching it, who've right. read the comic, you're like, we clearly know what's going on. It's Danny. Um, but she, so, so this leads to, I love the writing of it, the pacing of it, the characterization. This needed to be directed by someone else. This needed to be yeah. directed by the guy who did the conjuring, because the problem is, yeah. is when the fear stuff happens, it turns into a horror movie and things are very well lit. They're not like, it yeah. just, it yeah. wasn't scary enough. And I was just like, literally in the hands of a different director who knew what he was doing. What's his name? Juan. Is that the guy who did? Uh, conjuring this an Aquaman. Ch- oh yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm oh, like, if they yeah. gave it to him, he would. This would have been horrifying because there was literally horrifying, scary things. They just weren't edited and and directed in a way where the some of the scariness was just a little washed down. So I'm not saying this is a perfect movie, but the plot of it is great. Should I spoil what happens? Um. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not watching it for the plot. I'm watching it for the character. So, Celia Reyes, major spoilers. Major spoilers. Celia Reyes fucking is a super powerful mutant with her shield powers. She literally has a whole shield around the entire hospital so they can't escape. Awesome. And so they literally are trapped there. And what ends up happening as Danny's powers get more and more intense she's starting to feed in. She's starting to psychically connect with other people. And she looks in and sees inside Celia Reyes' mind. She sees where they go. And she's like, oh, these aren't X-Men. These are like hitmen. And it's owned by a place called the Essex Corporation. Now, that's a, do you know what the oh, Essex Corporation is? No, well, they're, they're, what movie? There was an X-Men movie that ended... The, the stinger scene was Essex Corporation and obviously Nathaniel Essex Sinister. Right. Oh, oh. Okay. That, so it's like they're being, so that's what it is. So it's Mr. Sinister 
is the one that's now breeding all. So it's basically, they're just going to be sent to even more testing and more genetic manipulation. And so they're actually trying to breed killers. So they're not trying to stop you from yeah. killing people. They want you to kill people. The problem I, is with Danny's powers yeah. is they were like, so Celia Reyes gets this message and they're just like, we've done the analysis. She's too unpredictable. She needs to be terminated. And yeah. that's when shit goes all crazy is when Cecilia Reyes just turns into a bad guy and is like, oh, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> but then, you know, Maisie uh, Rain is like, not my girlfriend. <laughs> and then it turns wow. into a whole entire battle of them versus Cecilia Reyes. And then, of course, the main big bad is Danny's fear, which is the big demon, bear. the big yeah. demon bear. So that's the end fight. And I thought the end fighting and all was really cool. All their Bobby's powers looked really cool. The cannonball powers were like perfect. Ileana, really? I was worried about that, too. Ileana's powers with her sword, her teleport yeah. disc to limbo. So what do they what's what do they say about Ileana? Like, is it limbo or is it like hell? She or, says, well, where this, does Lockheed come from? Well, here's the thing is she, Lockheed is just a puppet. She constantly has this purple puppet called Lockheed and he like talks for her and they're just like, oh, you're crazy. And then she like takes Danny and she's like, oh, you think you can make me scared? Look where I spent time. And she makes half of a teleportation disc and shoves Danny in it. And you see this hell world. And then Danny later is like, what is that? And she's like, she's like, I don't know. It's a place I created when the men were hurting me. And you look in the past and these weird, creepy demon creatures basically came every night to rape her. And I don't know what? if that's in limbo or if this was in Russia. It's these creepy demon people that look like the hush bad guys from Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which then, spoilers, the other big players is they're always watching episodes of Buffy. Uh, so there's one episode where Maisie is watching Willow and her girlfriend kiss. And then she's like looking at it and you're like, what? And then you're like, oh, I get it because she's a lesbian. And then, like, uh, and, and then they show the hush like monsters of them watching them on TV. And then later on, as all of the, the fears all come to life and start attacking everyone, these weird yeah. demon creatures start attacking everybody. But I don't know if it's like when she was in hell, they don't explain it a lot, but she basically yeah. says, I created this world and I would go to it whenever they would, tr those monsters would try to Oof. hurt me. And yeah. so finally, when she goes in there, she opens up the, at the very end, she opens up the portal and then the real Lockheed Dragon flies out and lands on her shoulder. And I was like, oh, yay. And it's just like a really great battle. And I so I just thought it was really good. I was trying. People were just like, I think the problem is, is I was so happy that it was doing what I expected it to. And I went into it with everyone saying it was going to be so bad that it just fully exceeded my expectations. I can imagine other people going into it and being like, oh, the acting is really bad. This is stupid. Yeah. It's supposed to be scary, but it's not scary. Like, I can get it why people hate it. But sure. I thought it was great. Like, these were the characters we love, Brett. Oh, I'm so excited. I just imagine you're you going to watch and be like, I hate again. it. <laughs> no, you got me. If, if that's all I, that's all I need is like, if rain feels like rain, if Ileana feels like Ileana, if Sam feels like Sam, Bobby, so Bobby so is like super obnoxious and, 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 but that's the thing is they, they all killed people. Yeah. 
So Bobby killed his girlfriend when trying to have sex. His powers turned on and he killed her. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know there's controversy and some poor choices around it, but, um, you know, there's also Lockheed. So, (laughs) but but if you, if you take anything away, this magic needs to be brought into the MCU. She's an an amazing actress. Her portrayal is perfect. That character is amazing. Come on. Like even honestly, Bring her into Deadpool as Colossus's sister. Yes! Oh. Do it. Like, her character is just so fucking evil. Because she's, Fuck she's yeah. the evil bitch. Like, she's an evil bitch in this. And it's great. It's fucking great. I'm so excited. I'm fired up. So, if... You have a drive-in, go see New Mutants. I would say if you have a theater open, I do not recommend going into a theater at this time. No, don't do that. Please don't do that. What, are you <sighs> stupid? <laughs> I just are have to stupid? keep reminding of Don't go to a movie theater. No, people don't care anymore. Oh, good. People are just like, eh, I don't care. Oh, it's not a thing anymore. <sighs> there is a pandemic, people. And remember, if you're seeing the statistics of the cases going down, please remember that Trump just changed the testing requirements for the CDC to purposely make there be less testing, which is why the numbers are going down, everybody. All right. Anyway, so please be careful and please stay safe. New Mutants is amazing. X-Factor is amazing. Uh, Rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. I'm going to rewatch Black Panther. Um. I'm going to watch The Five Bloods for the first time. Go for it. Yes. Hell yeah. And, uh, and, and everybody, embrace your queerness. If you're straight, still embrace that little piece of queerness inside of you. Because you might think that you're straight, but guess what? If you read comics, I hate to break it to you, that makes you queer. Bye. 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 Bye.